0: If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. It makes the Starseed Kitchen podcast possible. Let me explain Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and more just like I do with the Starseed Kitchen Podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And be sure to like this episode of the Starseed Kitchen Podcast and subscribe. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Starseed Kitchen Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. This is your source for information to empower you to be a positive seed for change in your community. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. I'll be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies so you can thrive in 5d let's get started miguel grizz ali is the owner of helix mobile wellness and research helix mobile wellness and research facilitates mobile hormone balancing they are fully licensed and fueled by proprietary technology And full disclosure, I have had the pleasure of being the personal chef for Ali and his family for the past few years. And because he's so passionate about health and wellness, it's been a real pleasure getting to support him through food because I get to learn along the way as well. Um, And working with Ali has helped me reincorporate raw dairy into my life, which has (laughs) sent my energy levels through the roof.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, It's
0: been so awesome bringing it back into my life. I never had a problem with dairy. I just had a problem with um, a lot of what happens in the American dairy process. And so working with Ali and his family, we've been able to source really great quality raw milk and raw cream um, in different ways that we use it and incorporate it into their lifestyle and you know, it's really support and change my life as well. And it's just so delicious. It's so nice to be able to treat myself with it too.
1: That's wonderful. Um, I'm just happy to hear that. Um, you as, as the listening audience will find out, you're basically my private chef. I'm very lucky to have you. I'm much more productive as a result of your food. Um, so I'm just happy I could contribute something good to your diet. Thank you. Absolutely.
0: Well, uh, I'm excited to get into it, and I'm excited to learn more about Helix and what you do and how you guys support people with their health and their balance and their body. And I know a lot of other people have been really interested in learning more about their uh, testosterone levels or their estrogen levels. So I kind of just want to jump right into it if you're okay with that and hear from you, like, what is Helix Mobile Wellness and Research?
1: Well, what I should say, first of all, I'm the owner of Helix Mobile Wellness and Research. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I want to make that clear. Um, So whatever I say is really perspective of a layman from what I see in the company and what what I hear when I interface with our prescribing practitioners. And I, I just want to make it clear because Helix, we own a blood laboratory. We're a software company. We're also a concierge service. Um, and we only, we work with practitioners, we hire companies that provide the practitioners. And then what we do is we set up this ecosystem where they communicate. They all talk, they all talk about hormones. We do our best to referee it, facilitate it. If there's a substance that they want to procure, we go and negotiate for it. Um, and then they really make the decisions and then I hear the feedback, um, so I don't hire doctors. We 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 contract with them, and uh, I'm not a doctor myself. So whatever you're hearing from me is all layman. Yes. Um, I'm I'm referring to what I hear from our prescribing practitioners and Helix. Um, The concept for it, like I said, we are a technology company and the way we use technology, hormone therapy is really tough because you're trying to unite four different parties all at once. Um, The patient, the prescribing doctor or practitioner, the pharmacy giving the substances and the blood laboratory, because you want to follow up on what the patient's hormone levels are. So you can constantly um, change or adjust the, the doses of the medications if you need. Um, the concept behind Helix was I architected software that brought all four of these parties into one platform, um, represented by mobile apps as well as a desktop dashboard. And then I put a concierge team in place. With hormone therapy, the patient is usually his or her own advocate. Mm-hmm. And when I say advocate, the patient's the one calling the pharmacy, going to lab, corp, request tracking down the doctor. In our case, our concierge system is your advocate. So we're the ones who are coordinating your appointment with the doctor, sending a mobile phlebotomist to you to draw your blood, contacting the pharmacy, making sure that they get your medications out. Um, So you're basically utilizing our software makes us more efficient and our software unites all these parties into one platform. And then we as Helix, our concierge team can be your advocate and get your hormone therapy done efficiently and at what I would say is an accessible cost. Um, So yes, so I architected that software. We own our own blood laboratory, and then we work with pharmacies that we think are compounding um, quality substances and quality compounds, um, and then obviously work with practitioners. um, And then we bring everyone in, we unite them all on one platform, um, and I'd like to think We make hormone care more efficient than any other institution. And I think the array of substances and formulas our practitioners provide based on your symptoms, based on your levels, I think we're second to none. I think I think we offer wonderful compounds. And I would say the the mass majority of patients who come to us for help find the relief that they're looking for and and new energy. So I'm very I'm very proud of it. And we have a great company. I'm very humbled by it. We have great patients we, we have great employees. I, I love my life. I'm just very humbled by it and we're, we do the best we can.
0: Well, I love how you set up this process um, for the patient because stress plays such a role in the flux and change of our hormones. And I have gone through the process before with working with doctors, whether in LA or New York and being put on hormones and it's an exhausting and stressful process especially working with the compound pharmacies that are really creating something uniquely for you. Um, And then timing your refills, it becomes extremely stressful. So I think it's pretty amazing what you did. I wish I would have had access to that many years ago. Um, So the people that are taking advantage of your service, they're really gaining something, um, something extremely valuable, and that's less stress.
1: I appreciate that. No, and it's it's hard because you're trying to coordinate, okay, I gotta go get my blood tested now. Now I gotta get the now, I gotta talk to my doctor about my blood results. Now I gotta go put my prescription in. And what I did was I wanted to create a system that just unites all of that on one platform. And it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Memberships, subscriptions for our company, they're not cheap. But in terms of the convenience and in terms of saving time and getting good hormone therapy to yourself we, we run a great company. So
0: how often do you, when someone is working with you guys to improve their hormone health, how often do they have to get their blood tested? How often do they have to get their levels tested?
1: Most of our practitioners want to see patients get tested at minimum twice a year. That's most of our practitioners. Some of the practitioners who come into your patient care might ask for more. Yeah, um, I was
0: expecting
1: quarterly. We, uh, we offer quarterly to all patients. Yeah. So if, if a patient wants to get his or her levels checked every quarter, we offer that. It's built in. They can do it. Um, there's some practitioners who are a little more easygoing and feel like after the patient's been been on the system, maybe for six months to nine months, okay, twice a year is plenty. Um, then, then that patient can switch to twice a year. Um, but every patient who joins is is offered quarterly testing, and then it's it's up to the practitioner on the frequency that they feel comfortable with in terms of 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 testing.
0: So, of all the avenues where you could have applied your technology and concept, why did you choose the hormone health focus? You know, it's
1: it's because I started hormones it's funny everyone in my family dies of heart disease and diabetes so everyone in my family gets overweight uh kind of starting in their 30s um you know even my my grandparents um had to walk with some support not because of an autoimmune disorder not because of parkinson's or or ms it was it was literally because of too much weight Um, so I've always been, and I, the genetics don't favor me. (laughs) I I think some there's, there's kind of two schools of thought. One is let's be sympathetic to people with weight issues. One is, um, they're lazy. You know, I'm, I'm kind of in between. (laughs) I think it takes discipline to maintain good weight. I do think there's a large crowd of people where the genetics are just against you. Um, Mm -hmm. and it could, it could be related to hormones because, Hormones disrupt at a certain age. It's different for, for everyone. Some people are very lucky. Their hormones don't disrupt, it seems like, until their 50s. Then there's other people it disrupts far earlier. And then an innumerable amount of things come on, potentially weight gain, um, and then it just, it's not that having discipline is critical, having discipline, working out, eating right is critical, but if your genetics are still against you and your metabolic functions are against you, it's just very tough.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I was put on a statin at age 29 and it was just terrible. Yeah. It was just, I was, and I, and I really am upset that I was on, I was on it for about two and a half years, two to three years. I'm really upset that I was on it for so long because it literally changed who I am. I became a very agitated, reclusive individual, um, not happy. So it literally changed my mood. Um, I wouldn't say the first year, but getting into the second, third year, it literally changed my mood. Um, I started having erectile dysfunction. Um, I uh, I just wasn't myself, and I hadn't even had a heart attack. <laughs> I was I was yeah. a robust, masculine, late twenty year old male, um, and you know I was. The reason I did it, I went to a cardiologist because, you know, everyone in my family was dying of heart attacks, not, not at like age 30, but like into their 70s. And I was trying to avoid that fate. I was also trying to avoid the obesity because I didn't want to become obese. Um, So I thought that what I would say is the current healthcare industrial complex would provide me the fountain of youth, the elixir I was looking for. That statin just destroyed me, just destroyed me. Um, And my, my wife, Jenny, her brother Spiro is in hormones. So just kind of long story short, I went into a rehab program, um, not for hard drugs, but for other matters. And in that rehab program, it wasn't 12 step. There was a lot of, Psychological therapy, and one of the things I decided is I just said, you know, this statin is just garbage. I'm going to stop taking it. Um, nonetheless, now I was worried about my cholesterol. Am I going to have a heart attack now that I'm not I on a statin? That's um, And it was it was Jenny's brother who intervened and said, you know, let's check your hormone levels because what probably happens in your family is your hormone levels drop off and disrupt, and then the obesity comes on, and then. That would explain the heart issues. Um, So Spiro had my hormone levels checked, which was very kind of him, um, with a practitioner that he knows. I had more estrogen than testosterone. It was terrible. And that happens a lot. It does. It does. I had such high estrogen. I had such low testosterone. Um, So I went on testosterone therapy and I would say it was very rudimentary. It was very, um, the testosterone therapies we have today are just much more, in my opinion, regimented, more carefully implemented for long-term benefit. This was just very rudimentary. Just one shot of testosterone every week. That was it. Um, and uh, it was so beneficial. It was really? so wonderful. Yes, it was so wonderful. I, fat started to burn off my body. I started gaining muscle again. Um, the biggest thing that I was really fascinated by, because we see testosterone, we think football players, we think bodybuilding, I'm going to have big muscles. I can carry a box and, Throw it everywhere. Um, But the biggest one was my motivation. All this motivation came back, this ambition and this motivation and this intensity to want to succeed. It had gone. Yeah. It was, it was gone. And now all this motivation and I could think more clearly. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, it's, it's like ex-football players who usually hawk testosterone. It's not like Stephen Hawking or Steve Jobs being like, this will make you think better. But it made me think better. Yeah. I, I could literally think I had more energy for, for intellectual exercises. Um, So I was very lucky because we were temporarily living in Las Vegas and Spiro introduced me to a Vegas doctor there. Then we moved back here to California with, with my new wife, Jenny, with, with our new son, new, newly together. Um, Well, what I mean, all three of us newly together, Seneca was like six months old, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And I couldn't, find a testosterone doctor in LA because they were oh, all, odd. well, I could, but they were all snake oil. Yeah. They were all super snake oil. They, they all had pricing that was outrageously expensive <clears throat> or they would have pricing that seemed low and then you joined. And then all of a sudden it was a lot higher than, than expected. They were unsavory. They were the kind of practitioners, you know, you'd shake their hand. You felt like you want to wash it right away. Um, and you just didn't get this sense that they cared about you um and in college i was an apple student developer so i told jenny i i just said you know there's someone's really missing a big business opportunity here because they could code a <laughs> a mobile app and a platform that unites all these parties that makes hormone Mm -hmm. therapy so difficult, the blood lab, Mm -hmm. the pharmacy, the doctor, the patient, if someone could just get them all online on one platform, you know, you could have far more predictable pricing that's hopefully accessible with, with efficient service and transparency. And then Jenny said, well, why don't you do it? (laughs) It just didn't occur to me. Um, and then I said I, I was a little shocked at that challenge. And then I said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we we sold everything we had. I'm, I'm not just saying real estate down to shoes. Like Jenny sold handbags. She sold shoes. <laughs> I sold shoes. Um, we uh, we opened seven different credit cards, and we just we went all in. And uh, I'm very lucky. We're in we're in 14 markets now. We're about to be in 15. Um, but that's that's what engaged me on hormone therapy and why I focused on it. The platform we have technologically, yeah, we could apply it to other healthcare services. Um, We could make adjustments to it and potentially offer it there. I would just have to weigh it though. With Helix, we don't take insurance. So it's it's out of pocket Mm -hmm. pay. Um, People can use their HSA and FSA, but we don't take insurance. Most other healthcare services in this country um, run largely on insurance. So it would be a question of, do I want to reformat this system so that it can take insurance and apply it to something else? Um, right now, though, that's not where we're headed. Helix is looking more into biotechnology. So we're looking into yeah. pharmaceuticals, um, well, but, but that's why the people, system was for hormones.
0: Yeah. Most people that choose to find an alternative health, a functional medicine health, option to improve the well-being no, they're going to have to pay out of pocket it's just kind of how the system is and I think if you've been on a journey to try to improve some aspect of your health hearing that something is not covered by insurance is no big surprise these days.
1: No, it's not. And I, for what it's worth, I really think the American insurance industry should be like more like Singapore, which is catastrophic insurance. You pay a very low fee Agreed. and then, okay, you broke your leg. Insurance comes in. Okay. You, you got cancer. Insurance comes in, but we, we have this idea in our country that insurance is going to cover primary care and daily visits to the doctor. I don't agree with that. I, I, I think that should come out of pocket. And then by having a system that tries to cover that, uh, we, we end up making the catastrophic care, which is far more concerning. If you break your leg, that's a big hospital bill. Yes. Um, we, we end up actually creating the, making the cost of that go up and, and making the bankruptcy cases be, behind that be more in excess. Um, so no, I, I actually, I'm a big fan of paying out of pocket. I think people should do it. And uh, that's part of, I, we had an, some avenues where we could find a way to accept insurance I didn't feel like it was right. I felt like it was rather corrupting the system. Some doctors will do that, but I give the FDA and insurance companies and Medicare credit. They say we do. We don't pay for longevity. They say it. They're honest. Um. So why why try to why try to work with them? They don't pay for it. I, I take them at face value. So and I, I appreciate that they're upfront. You'll find some longevity pr- practitioners who try to work with insurance. I think that's a very difficult game to play, and I think you're running the risk of just literally violating the law, whether they want to come down on you or not. Um, so no, so we're very much out of pocket. And, uh, and yes, those are my thoughts on that. Didn't mean to take that into such a big tangent though on business. No, that's
0: great. <laughs> because I think it's wonderful that people understand a little bit more about what the experience will kind of be like <clears throat> up front when they start to, if they choose to explore their hormone health. Hi. I'm chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef crafted organic spice blends made with only good for you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 magic herbs and spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy For someone that isn't very familiar with hormone health um, or what the warning signs are, on your website, on Helix Mobile Wellness and Research, you guys get into this, but I'd love to share with our listeners, You know what are some of the common signs in both men and women that tell us our hormones are not balanced?
1: Well, in talking to the practitioners... Um, a, a very popular one is sexual function. Yes. Um, from what I gather from our practitioners, um, a, a big alarm goes off for guys if they have erectile issues. Um, and that can very much be indicative of a, of a hormone issue. So I, I kind of feel like for men, take that seriously because erectile issues are are really a key. They are a window into your health. Um, it could be a capillary issue. It could be a blood flow issue. It could be diabetes. It could be hormones hormones. Um, It's interesting. I'm going to do a TMI here, but I just had PRP shots into my penis. Yeah. I am so impressed with the results. It's called a P shot. It's literally called a P shot. They take your blood out, they spin it into platelets. And then when you inject platelets back in, it forces growth factor and stem cells to come to that area and repair it. I, I'm 41 years old. I clearly had some kind of like muscle tear or like degraded tissue in yeah. my penis. And I, I told the doctor, I was like, this is incredible. Cause previous to that, I was using Viagra and Cialis. And let me just say Viagra and Cialis are like so much fun. Like it's like going to the state fair and riding the tilt-a-whirl. It's like great. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, If you use too much or you use it just regularly, you know, you're, you're increasing the chances of, of side effects. And I had, I was getting side effects. I was getting acid reflux. Some patients don't get this. But I was getting acid reflux. I was really concerned about overuse. Um, and it's funny because at at Helix we allow the practitioners to prescribe Viagra, but we tell them go get a P shot. Go go try that. Yeah. Um, You're and, looking for
0: more long term results, not short term. Ultimately, ultimately.
1: Well, and I want to. I'd like to run a system that fixes the problem. And. Yeah. It's just fascinating because there's so many injuries that occur in our body that we then try to, try to heal with a pill when in reality, something more hands-on, something more local is actually what's needed. So I'm, I'm sorry I'm using my penis in such a spotlight, but I found it. It's
0: okay. As long as people I, I, can I, learn I, options that can help them improve 100%. their life, that's what it's really all about. And until we have these uncomfortable conversations, people are going to have a hard time searching for the answers that they need.
1: A hundred percent. But getting back to the main question yeah. i mean i hear from our practitioners um, erectile function is a big indicator i would i would say for me personally lack of motivation was a huge one not you hear this in the commercials but it's true not enjoying the things you used to enjoy there's are there certain foods you used to get excited about and now you're not finding that excitement or certain destinations you would go to or You've just lost passion for the work you're doing or for the, the, the people you love. I, 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 that's all motivation and uh, somewhat ambition. I was shocked at, at brain fog. Brain fog's another big one. I was yeah. suffering from brain fog. I couldn't think as well. Um, so I would for me what I hear from the practitioners erectile function, and then from my personal case, the surprising ones, brain fog, lack of ambition. I think those are big ones. I, and I, I think when you fall off the hormone map, I think those are big. For women, I also hear from the practitioners, sexual function, I, again, I don't mean to go TMI, but in terms of, I will just say the amount of moisture when um, arousal happens. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Um, what I've heard is if, if there's dryness, that's a big indicator. The other one for women, we've really, in consult with our practitioners, we've really, when someone joins the Helix subscription, we are very aggressive about sleep medication um, in a holistic way. Melatonin, um, previously tryptophan, if we can bring that back, I'd love to. Um, but we really try to help holistic sleep. For some reason, women don't sleep. I don't know why. Women like literally hit age 35 and then stop sleeping. Um, for a lot of women, it's because I'm an of... exception to the rule. Okay. And I, I, that's great. That's great. I think for, I do think it's, maybe it's mostly for women who are having kids. Um, and not just the process, not just the physical process of becoming a mother, just raising kids. This could apply to women who are responsible for a family and didn't even bear the kids. Um, but I, I think being, I think mom's don't get enough sleep. And I don't think we talk about it enough, how damaging it is for women and mothers who don't get sleep. Now, what happens with a lack of sleep, my understanding is there's a certain date. And and this is, I can't prove this. This is just based on things I've read in my own experiences. So I can't prove what I'm about to say. But I do think everybody kind of has a date that they're going to fall off the hormone cliff. And it's interesting because it's not a process that takes like years. I've multiple amounts of my friends, men and women have been like, you know, one day I just woke up and felt like garbage and it didn't go away. Um, So I do feel like Because And then the thing is, if you look at the hormone system, the organs, the thyroid, the adrenals, testosterone, your pituitary, one of those is eventually going to get weak. Maybe your hypothalamus, maybe your pituitary, maybe your thyroid. At some point, one of those is going to get weak. One of those is going to stop running before the others. Now, this is a theory. I can't prove this. This has not been proven. But what it seems like is that when one of those goes offline or gets super weak, the other organs go into overdrive to compensate. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a theory. And as they go into overdrive, now they're, they're actually bringing themselves to fatigue even quicker as well. Um, so just one hormone organ or, or process going offline, now the rest of the system goes into overdrive. And when that system exhausts, now you fall off the cliff. Um, and I think we've looked at men's testosterone levels. This is a fact. This is a fact. Testosterone levels years ago used to be stable going into men's 50s. Now they're dropping in their 30s. I don't know... There's plenty of reasons of why that could be happening, but clearly people are hitting this hormone wall sooner. The way that relates to sleep, I would argue, again, I don't have this proven, but good sleep, in my opinion, again, I can't prove it, but in my opinion, good sleep delays when you fall off that cliff. If you're not getting good sleep, you're inviting that cliff dive to come sooner, in my opinion. I agree Um,
0: because there's so many environmental issues we can't control right now that are affecting our hormone health and our overall health so what we can control we really need to make sure that we give our attention to and I agree the moment you start noticing that you aren't sleeping well every night you need to get on it you can't put it off
1: well at least do something and even just self-checking it's funny because obesity really hurts a body Obesity really hurts a body bad. Um, And I feel bad saying that because it's tough. I'm very sympathetic. It's, It's tough when you have obesity and you're trying to lose weight. Um, but generally research is showing that hormone cliff, obesity makes hormone function more difficult. It makes the metabolic functions more difficult. So if you're thinking of life as okay, I'm trying to avoid this hormone cliff before I have to take supplements or before I have to get on hormone therapy. Because you don't want to do it too early. That's the thing. And that's what I'll also tell the listeners: like, delay it as long as you can. Just just because it sounds good, that doesn't mean you should do it. Like, try to delay it if you can. Because once you start hormone therapy, once you start the nuclear arsenal, you can't stop. It's it's not one of these things where it's like, okay, I'm 40 years old. I'll just stimulate my body and I'll be good to go. No, 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 no. Once you go down the hormone therapy rabbit hole, you can't really come back. Now you can stop it. You can stop, but you're putting your body in a pretty difficult position because your body has gotten used to all these nutrients being populated in the body. Now, suddenly they're not there anymore. You might actually end up feeling worse than you were before you started the therapy. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of like, do the regular things, right? You know, if you're obese, try to work out, you don't even have to work out a ton. Try, try to just swim, try to just do some yoga, try to do it three times a week. Um, try to eat right. Do your best to eat right. Do your best to eat organic. The the big thing about cooking, it's the thing that really kills people. In my opinion, again, I don't have proof, but it's the cooking oils. You know, you walk into some people's kitchens and it's all like canola oil or corn oil. And it's like, you are poisoning yourself (laughs) by consuming this. Like, Spend the extra money; it's worth it, and buy avocado oil or buy olive oil or just cooking butter. Um, but don't yeah. margarine. Don't don't <laughs> you know? Don't consume corn oil or canola oil. This is just uh, that's the the biggest one, in my opinion, is the cooking oils and what we drink. Uh, what soft drinks? What comes in a can? Those are such huge disruptors, in my opinion, to your longevity. So if you just drink water <laughs> and cook with butter or avocado oil, you're gonna like you're already going to lose so much weight. You're going to feel so much better. And then you sleep right. You get enough sleep. Sleeping has become so underrated and it's really not hard. But if you just make time to get enough sleep, now you're eating right, now you exercise a few times a day, not a few times a day, a few times a week, just try it, just try it. Then if that's still not enough, then bring in the nuclear arsenal, then say, okay, let's, let's go with hormones. Now, granted, some people are just almost like anemic to eating right, and anemic to like sleeping right. And then in those cases, okay, you know, if you're past age, I would say 37, maybe then okay, entertain something more substantial than entertain therapy. But if you can try to hold it off, try to hold it off and try to eat right, try to exercise, try to sleep right, and at minimum scrutinize what you're cooking your food in. What oil yeah. are you using? What's your main drink you're consuming every day? Are those healthy things? Are those things that are replenishing you, or are they actually depleting you? And that'll be a big insight into your care. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope say, that answered the question you have. Yeah,
0: I would say it's <laughs> twofold with the cooking oil. So the cooking oil is obviously extremely important. So you need to use coconut oil, avocado oil extra virgin olive oil, butter, organic butter, or ghee, but it's also the cooking equipment that is adding chemicals yeah, that's to true. your body that is disrupting your hormones and everything else. Because something from that pan will come off, even if you can't see it at, at a microscopic level and go into your food. Um, so making sure that you aren't using Teflon pans or nonstick pans that are five years old. If you're going to go the nonstick route, they have a one year lifespan. If you're Mm. using them at least once a week at a high heat. So keeping that in mind, making sure that you're using the stainless steel, the cast iron, the non-toxic ceramic, um with the quality oils and fats you know that alone will really help you
1: it's funny too because food cooked in cast iron Whitney you get to so here I'm gonna show the hold on
0: yeah Ali has great cast iron skillets and lots of them so
1: this is hold on hold on so so most men, when they open a company and they make money, they buy cars. Here's my cars. I don't buy cars. I I buy pans. I buy this is. There's some salt in it, but this is this is my Finnex cast iron pan. Yes. It's got a, it's got a lid. It's yes. Heavy, but I love cooking in this pan. These are these are all my other pans. You can see there's there's salt in them. I I I take care of my pans the way most men take care of their sports cars. Um, I like. I wash my pans. I. Now the tough part with cast iron is that it can get it uh it can get rust. So what you want to do, you want to just go to Whole Foods. You want to buy their like cheapo sea salt, but buy the sea salt. The coarse um, sea salt. Yeah, like if I can show the pat. Hold on, Whitney. Yeah, it's specifically
0: the, package- the coarse sea salt, <clears throat> and you have to avoid the coarse kosher sea salt because yes, there's picky the agents and additives in there. It has to be one hundred percent coarse sea salt, and you actually have to look at the ingredients list of your salts to make sure that you aren't getting other stuff in there.
1: Correct. And this is a good one. I'm just going to put that to the screen. Yeah. The you can Whole buy that Foods at Whole Foods. It's literally like $3, right? It's like three, it's not expensive. Like $3.99. Yeah. It's, so it's $4. But this is the thing, you can buy a stainless steel pan and now you're buying a $4 soap thing of palm olive and now you're like constantly washing it in the dishwasher and washing it in palm olive. That is honestly with the water in palm olive that's more expensive. The cast iron soap doesn't go in here. So when you're done cooking, you get a rag, you get a really ratty rag, you take this salt, you, you pour the salt in and now you scrub off all of what's in there. And then when you're done scrubbing, you pour some more salt in. And what that's going to do, um, that keeps the rust away. The salt kind of penetrates into the, the pan and fights off the rust so the, so the pan doesn't end up rusting. It is so delicious. It's so delicious. And then the taste, everything you're cooking just kind of emulsifies into that pan. These are the true, true. heirloom pans. These are the pans that people pass down. It's not hard to create that. And oh my God, does it taste just so good good. It tastes so wonderful. Just cooking a steak on a pan, it tastes so delicious. I, I mean, I'm so impressed by it. It's, it, does, it, it, I'm, it, like, it. I'm very simple now. I'm just like, it, can you give me a steak cooked on a cast iron pan? I'm pretty impressed if you can. Um, and it's not hard. It's, it's, it's really not. not hard. Well, you can. And, it's,
0: there's 50 million things that you can do in a quality yeah. cast iron skillet. And it's oh, yeah. really true. The older it is, the better flavor that it procures into the meal. Um, And they do last a very long time. So my parents use my grandmother's cast iron skillet. Oh, very Um, good. So, and and my parents have had it for a very long time. So um, if you take care of it, you'll you'll have it a lifetime.
1: Oh, it's wonderful. And then if you don't want to do cast iron, if it's just really heavy, you don't like the maintenance. I actually, honestly, again, I think the maintenance is actually less in comparison to stainless steel um, or Teflon. But if you don't like that, a pan that just, it doesn't get sold on the open market, but you can find it is ceramic. Ceramic yeah. pans are great. Um, that's the other thing that populates our kitchen is ceramic pans. They break. I will say that. So it's not something you want to drop. It'll shatter. Um, but in terms of health, if cast iron is just not the way you want to go, ceramic is also great. And these are not difficult that's the thing, there's some things that are hard for people to adjust. Um, and you're, you're, you're talking a major lifestyle change, but switching your pans, that's not a difficult adjustment. And the quality that your food is gonna be, the better taste, it's worth yeah. it. You're gonna, you're gonna really appreciate that change.
0: As someone who's worked in many homes, Uh, There are many times where I've walked into the kitchen and I've literally seen pans and known that I'm not going to be able to execute my job and execute my job at a level of my own expectation because of the equipment that I have to use with pans make a huge difference. So if you are following recipes and you're getting frustrated that you're (coughs) not getting the results that you think you should be getting. Like because of the photos that you see of, of the result of the recipe, it might be your cooking equipment.
1: True. It, it, no, I agree. Cause I, everything I've ever cooked in a cast iron cooks better. Yeah. It cooks way better. I love sauteing onions and then throwing in some greens and it it just comes out so beautifully. It's funny that what you're saying, because normally I would say you're very picky, Whitney. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. And just, and just uh, suck it up and figure out a way and and don't be so petulant because you're very petulant. Um, but <laughs> that's a joke but uh, you know I went to visit my mother a couple weeks ago and uh, I we had some food in the fridge and, and I said you know what I'll cook us dinner uh, we had this big cowboy steak and, and I was like I'll cook us dinner she had 20 pans all of them were garbage all of them were uh, like Teflon ish, aluminum. Yeah. I finally found like one cast iron pan that was like abandoned from years ago. I, I think if, if it's it's as if if they knew they had it, they would have banished it from the house. Like, what is this doing here? And I seasoned it immediately. I took like 20 minutes to season it. And then I, I cooked the entire meal. In <laughs> I one cooked pan. a large meal and I cooked it all in this little cast out yep. pan. pan. Um, and I was so pleased with the meal and dinner was just wonderful. But yes, I will go to extremes to find the right pan. It's very critical. Absolutely. Well, we need to be wrapping
0: up our conversation. And I did want to make sure to um, impart some of your wisdom with our listeners today. And if there was maybe one tip that you could provide to them that they could consider in applying to support their hormone health um, anything that you can think of that you can share with them that they can do right now to improve their hormone
1: health? Um, I would just reference what I what I said earlier. Um, look at what you're, what oils you're cooking your food in. Um, look at what you're drinking. What are you imbibing? It's not just what you're eating, but what are you drinking? Because a lot of times we'll drink a Powerade or we'll drink like the, the lemon shake, but it's got some protein in it. It's actually good for me. No, it's it might not be. So look at what you're drinking. Look at what you cook your foods in because that's a big window into what you're putting in your body and don't underestimate that um, try to make those healthy the the usual three things try to get enough sleep pick a workout that you enjoy pick a workout that you enjoy don't don't listen to well it has to be cardio it has to be this no no it can be weightlifting Yeah. Just just pick something you enjoy and move your body, get enough sleep. And then in terms of diet, look at your cooking oils and what you're drinking, try to fix those and then maybe go further organic, et cetera, if you can. Um, And then hopefully you can do that. You should notice results quickly. You should notice better thinking, better energy. And then if that's not doing it for you, then I would say, okay, look into more, look into therapy, look into the nuclear arsenal. Um, and get more proactive because maybe your body's gone down a cliff where it needs even more help. So don't abandon those good habits you're cultivating, but now go get good therapy, um, hormone therapy. And generally, I, I, I we we see a lot of people come in at around age 38. So Kind of the window between age 38, age 45 <clears throat> is this sweet spot where people decide that they'll get proactive and get care. There's some people who accept it though. There's some people who say, okay, this is aging. It is what it is. I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm cool with it. Um, but I, I would say, try to fight that, try to incorporate those healthy habits. And if that's not enough, then go consider, consider pharmaceutical care.
0: Well, where can more people learn about Helix? Where do you suggest they go?
1: So our website is helixmwr. M is in Mary, W is in Wisconsin, R is in Rhode Island. Helixmwr.com, um, and that has all the how it works and the packages we offer. Um, we do also offer transgendered hormone care. We're the first commercial institution to offer that um, nationwide. So I'm I'm proud of that. I if if someone's a different gender, we you know this is a free country. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud we offer that. Um, but, uh, but most of our, most of our programs are for people who are, who are happy <laughs> with their gender. And, uh, um, but I'm, I'm proud we offer that. And then, uh, we try to make it very accessible and there's qualifications. Not everybody qualifies for care. It's based on age. It's based on symptoms based on what your practitioner says. Um, but yes, you can check us out there and I, I hope it's a good resource for everyone.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, Ali. I'm so grateful. This was really, you know, helpful and informative and, and fun to chat with you about this. Since most of the time we don't get to have long conversations like this because you're working so hard. And so am <laughs> I in your kitchen.
1: I agree. It's always great to see you. And, uh, I, I love Starseed. I love the the company you're building. I'm so thank proud you. of you. And uh, to your listeners, I hope I've given you guys good insight. You've you've got a wonderful lady that you're following and, and she's excellent with her research. She's enterprising. And I, I always love hearing Chef Whitney's insights. So oh, you, thank to you. Your, your listeners, you you guys have, have made a great choice on someone you follow.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it, Ellie. Well, thank you so much. And anytime you want to talk health and wellness and hormones, please come. back and let's do it again
1: i will that'll be great
0: all right thank you goodbye thank you for joining us for this episode of the starseed kitchen podcast for more starseed kitchen visit our website at starseedkitchen.com and follow us on youtube instagram and facebook be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods organic spices which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com And you can find me and follow along on my cooking adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.